It's been 50 years since the War of the Wilds, and still nothing grows on the Kindlelands. The exact day the flora of the world stood up and ravaged the cities of the Greynor Peninsula is lost to the ages. After the Great Fire tore its way from west to east, turning the land barren and fallow, the otherworldly patrons, the guides, and the great cities of the Kindlelands worked together in their own way to bring a kind of peace to a war-torn people. It is a gentle, delicate balance, and something or someone threatens it. Welcome to Another Path. My name is Chase, and I'll be your GM. Today, Jackson, Zephyr, and Mordecai will be arriving in Lorada, doing what needs to be done in order to bring the deep with them. So sit back, relax, and enjoy your trip down Another Path. The acting troupe. Um, I, I really like them. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping that we'll, we'll be hanging out with them for a while. I hope we actually do. Yes. Unless no. They, they are, all die tragic, horrible deaths. They are, they are going to be your consistent NPCs. Yeah. Excellent. Great. I like them a lot. So. Also, as a fun thing, I'm not sure if where if where this is going to make it in. Um, the <laughs> so Joe is named after Megan. Johannes. Oh. Uh, Jeremiah is named after uh, my internet friend Jeremy Greer, who was the first person to listen to anything that we did. Um, and Loaf is named after White Bread. <gasps> of Yay. course, oh, he's gonna love that. Yeah, he is. Whoa. So we, yeah, you didn't you didn't talk to him too much, but yeah, no, um, he's there though. Yeah, Jeremiah, Joe, Loaf, and Gale. I love it. Excellent. I love it. So yeah, you I can tell it. you can tell Brayton that in like a month and a half he gets a character named after him, kind of. <laughs> kind of. Oh, he gets that's a, exciting. He gets He's a, gonna he gets love a character it. named after his nickname. Yeah, he gets a character named after his karaoke mic name. <laughs> yeah. Where are we going, Joe? Uh, we're off to Labrada, actually. Have y'all been there before? I'm from there. Oh, no kidding. Have I, um, GM, have I been there and killed things? Because those two go together. They do. You have not. Okay. There is not a whole lot of fighting up near Lorada. Okay. Um, it is, uh, it is north of that mountain range that bisects the continent. Gotcha. And as far as I know, uh, Jackson yeah. never really left Plains Watch before going into the military. Cur- yes, that's correct. Yeah. And it's a, it's a. I don't mm-hmm. think Zephyr's been back, uh, since, uh, the whole ordeal happened. He has not. He avoids that place like the plague. Roll me an insight check, actually. That's a natural 20. There Somebody we go. Somebody fucked up. Somebody fucked up at some point because you were actually probably not allowed to go back there for a very specific reason. Um, whenever oh, you boy. started making motions to try and like, hey, I would like to go back to my family <laughs> home and see what's going on, uh, you would get waylaid. Oh boy. So somebody forgot to check up on paperwork and it might be getting a, a mild scolding. Well, you know, at the but that's not your problem. At the fantasy DMV, there's a lot of paperwork to go through. Some of it mm-hmm. gets lost. That is just so much blue tape. And... 
red tape. All different colors of tape, really. So much tape. And you know what? You bypassed a lot of it by having that expedited paperwork. Well, good. F the bureaucracy. Whoa. Mm -hmm. Burn it down, buddy. Okay. (laughs) Sorry, I I got dark there. I didn't mean to. Sometimes. (sighs) All right. Back to offices and bosses. Yes. So, it is the evening of the fifth night. Uh, you'll be arriving in town right about noon the next day. Um, it is, uh, your, it is your collective turns to keep, uh, to keep watch overnight. You guys have been trading off with the other party every other day just so that everybody gets a, a chance to have a good night's sleep. And since they're performing tomorrow, it's kind of their turn. So, uh, what order are you taking watches? I'll take first. I can take the second. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll take last. Okay. Mordecai, I would like yeah. you to roll me a perception check. Oh, no. Oh, that's actually a delightful. 23. Okay. Uh, you notice a little ways off movement in the distance. Um, uh, with a mm. 23, you don't have dark vision, do you? I do, in fact. Oh, you do? Uh, yeah, you are yep. able... Shifters have dark vision of 60 feet. Neato. You are able to tell uh, from a good ways out that you are being watched by f- uh, five humanoid figures. Uh, can I tell if they are armed? With a 23, yeah, they're armed. And one of them, one of them is multi-armed. As in, you are seeing more than two arms on them. Uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I, at risk of the actors hating me, mm-hmm. I grab my drum and just start pounding, just to get everyone away. What the hell? Oh God! Stop it! Okay, drum already. There's people out there. Jackson jumps up to attention. Old reflexes. Get ready, grab your gear and shit. Two of them immediately start booking when you start banging on the drums. And when you say, (laughs) grab your gear and shit, the rest of them take off. Towards us or away from us? Away. You've scared them off. How far are they? Yeah, you better run! Uh, They are probably about... They were 150 feet when... Okay, uh, if they're 150 feet, my Eldridge Blast is 120. So yeah, like, no, they are... closer uh, I could hit them. They are out of range. Or rather, they... Yeah, they're 150 feet now. They might have been like 100, 110, 120. But they're they're beaten feet at this point, and they're heading out into the desert. All right, we're good. Everyone go back to bed. Oh, god mm. damn. And I should also mention, I should have mentioned this earlier, again, um, as with the previous times you all have ranged, this is almost entirely barren desert. Uh, there have been a couple of rocky outcroppings as you've been going, uh, a couple of little oases where you're able to refuel your water, but about a day out of the city, you lost all signs of life. There are no people, no cities, no little towns, let alone an inn between you and Lorada. Outside of like a day or so outside of Despera. Yeah. All right. Everyone, everyone go back to bed. What time? Okay. At what? How, how close are we at this point to it that? Being was morning? about that was about like four o'clock. You could probably snag a tight two before you have okay. to take off. All right. I'll snag that too. All right. 
And Mordecai, you're feeling pretty fucking good about yourself right now. You scared off a couple of bandits. With a drum. With the drum. Take that, mom. <laughs> can I roll a history or something to see if I can in, uh, glean anything about multiple armed man? Absolutely. Yeah, go for it. Take it at advantage. Um, okay. Well, advantage will make that a 14. Okay, your dad talked about these a lot, actually, because he was always kind of fascinated by them. That was a Thrycreen, one of the Mantis Men of the Wilds. Oh, shit. It's pretty rare to see them broing around with what appear to be, like, humans or orcs or something. They are typically a fairly xenophobic people. Um, yeah. And they are the exceptions to the rule. They live in the deserts. They thrive out there. They've got warrens and uh-huh. dens. Uh, they live in the mountains, but they rarely descend and only terrain. Yeesh, bruh. So it's a pretty good thing, I imagine, that they ran away. Well, he does have four arms, and that's a lot of things to hold stabby bits with. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Don't want to fuck with that. Mm-mm. All right. So you have scared off the Thrycreen, and you head... Uh, does anybody else have anything they'd like to do before we get to the city? Oh, actually, after um, Zephyr, he was kind of enjoying his uh, his role-playing time in offices uh-huh. and bosses. He's probably talking to uh, to Joe and Jeremiah, been like, so, do you guys ever have auditions or... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you know, you need supporting actors, someone to stand in the background. Uh. Um, Jeremiah kind of looks you up and down and kind of places his hands on his head. It's like, well, we don't, we don't really need anybody right this second, but, um, no, yeah, if you'd like, I'd be, course. I'd be happy to, to give you a script if you want to look it over. Maybe, uh, I'd be happy to work with you on like running lines. Maybe just in case, you know, somebody might get sick. Oh, I would be honored. Alright, um, well, I got three scripts for you to take a look at if you'd like. Um, our big one that we always do is Broken by the Sea. It's a story about love and loss. It's a real big winner right now. Um, we've got this one, uh, this one's my original. Uh, this is the Wandslinger. Uh, it's about an, uh, archmage, uh, with a secret order that heads deep into the woods to seek his fame. Um, and then I've got this <laughs> other one here. I don't know, I don't know much about it. It's called Dear Evan Henson. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like Gail's real into it. It's not my thing, though. I've heard it's. I've I've heard about that one. I think it's a bit pretentious. I mean, I'm not really into musicals. That's just not my thing. No. But do you remember that that other one? Oh man, they talked real fast. I think it was called uh, Hamlin. No. <laughs> yes, yes, that's what it was called. <laughs> Alexand- Alexandra Hamlin, I believe. All right, I lied. It's about a woman who... This is my least favorite bit we've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take back the offices and bosses, please. Will you, though? You had to participate in that one. You make a strong argument. I continue, gentlemen. <laughs> so Alexandra Hamlin is the story of a young immigrant woman who leaves the wall to go and find her fame in the big city of of 
of Plain Watch. Now we all know Plain Watch should not be a very big city, but that's where I'm the dying. jokes come in. Now, but they uh, do it in this new Zephyr, style. What are you, which script are you taking? I'm dying. Uh, oh, the 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 what? The wand slinger. The wand slinger. Excellent. Excellent. All right, you take the wand slinger. We'll we'll get back to that eventually. Well, for the rest of the trip, I spent as much time trying to get off book as possible. Excellent. <laughs> All right. For which for for which role? Intelligence at disadvantage. Uh, intelligence at disadvantage. Okay. Yes, you've got like twelve hours, if that. You've never had to learn lines. Uh, Not even. Was an eleven. The eleven. Um, you are able to get. You got about an act down. And that oh. is with you, like, not talking to anybody for the next eight hours as you are traveling. You know what? I'm fine with it. That's oh, so, that's so good. Good, good stuff. This is so good. Okay. Alright. Uh, you're working <laughs> with stuff. Griffin hates everything. And, uh, Jeremiah is, uh, pretty impressed with how you're doing. Um, same <laughs> with Gail. Loaf, though? Loaf, though, is giving you the eye. He's like, oh, you trying to encroach on, trying to get up on my Kool-Aid? This is my job. He's not actually saying that, but that's kind of the impression you're getting. That's that's my Kool-Aid. Fantasy Kool-Aid? After about a half a day of further traveling, the city of Lorada spills out before you. Located along a massive, forgiving stretch of ocean, uh, once a small fishing village, it has gained both citizens and notoriety during the Wild Wars. A frequent stop to those heading north to Norwalk if they would rather not take the road through the mountains. There is a network of caverns beneath the city that uh, kind of spill out and reach even further than people have explored. Um, but it has given the city, in effect, two stories that it works on. Uh, upon arriving into town, you've got about 12 hours to the performance. And they wheel the wagon not into one of the normal town centers, but down into the caves. Jeremiah checks in with his contact there and takes you to a natural amphitheater carved out by years of ocean spray. Neat. Hmm. Right, well, uh, we've got about, um, I mean, it's about noon now. Show's at 8, so if y'all want to be back here by then just to make sure things don't go south, uh, you'll have the day tomorrow to do whatever freaky shit it is that uh, that they want you to be doing here. And he kind of like put, holds his hands up like, I don't know, I don't want to know. Hey, we barely do. That's fair. Um, I'm, just, so y'all I'm just here for the show. Sure, buddy. I'm a roadie. Excellent. <laughs> That's right. And he gives you the thumbs up and the wink. I smile and don't realize that I'm lying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. It's been um, a long couple of days. I've forgotten what we're supposed to do. Right. Well, show's at 8. You guys got to be back here for that. What are you doing until then? I do have a question on... Mm-hmm. on- Respect um the regards of what we are supposed to do. To, is there are, are we picking up one of the other patrons here, or yes, we're doing something for the for the and doing something for the right. You are going to be performing the right for the deep, and you are going to be picking it up. Okay, and that means the fear. That's right, because that's where you found it here. Yeah. Yes, yeah. the deep is the uh, is the patron for Lorata. Lorata. All right. Okay. So, so you have uh, to do that, but that might take a while. You're not exactly sure. Are they going to? Is the troop going to be sticking in town until we're done with this, or they, they have a schedule? Maybe. Yeah, do? you've got tomorrow. They know to give you like between 24 and 48 hours to do what you need to. That's do. right. That's right. That's right. But you've got to do your cover tonight. So, right. gentlemen, right, right, right. Here we are in my hometown, 
Let me show you a good time. Eh? Didn't um, didn't you get kicked out of here? It was a little more complicated than that. My family was murdered, and then the people that did that kidnapped me pretty much and made me fight for them. It's not a big deal. Dear. Let's go get drunk. Holy shit, Zephyr. What the f- Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I act, uh, I, I say that, but like, you know how when people are like, yeah, no, it's okay. fine, let's go have um, fun, guys. <laughs> de- deception, intuition, intuition. Or insight, insight. So, what, like, uh, combined between those three? No, no, I'm saying I need, uh, Zephyr roll me deception, the other two roll me insight. Um, I am going to use my- <laughs> Your liar's liar. ring. <laughs> Ring of the Liar. That was a very good... That is unnatural 20. Excellent. Damn. I and I rolled a 19. Okay. Oh, um, yeah, no. No, he seems fine with it. I mean, it was like, what, like 20, 30 years ago at this point. So, you know, yeah. he's probably cool. Yeah. Yeah. He's moved on. So yeah, I take him around town. I buy him some t-shirts that say <laughs> Got Low Rotten in Lorada. And, uh, <laughs> and and we get some drinks. I'm um, done. Fuck. What? All right. Um, oh. You go to. You walk around, and this place is very different from what you remember. But you can still like find your way oh through the God. districts well enough. You walk up and down the boardwalk for a while. You buy those T-shirts, and you go to uh, you go to a bar called Boat Drinks. You buy some boat drinks. Yeah. Do they cut? Uh, do they deliver to us in little sailboats? Of course they are. I keep my sailboat as a souvenir. You absolutely do. Oh yeah, that's part of the yeah, deal. Yeah, no, I mean you're like you're dropping fifty gold for this afternoon, Zephyr, but uh, hey, but it's for my my bros. Exactly. Whatever goes. <laughs> what what what's fifty gold gold for a memorable afternoon with your friends? Yeah, you know, gotta play gotta play the host. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, okay. when, I, I get, when I get a moam uh, in this eight hours, I'm going to try to slip away, and uh-huh. I want to try to find that tomb that I fell into. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, shit. I'm assuming Zephyr, like, when it happened, like, it's like a thing he's probably replayed many a time, so I feel like mm-hmm. he probably has, like, a rough idea where it might be. I but. want you to roll me an arcana. Yeah, roll me arcana. Ooh, nice. A natural 20. You find your way back there very easily. Um, you kind of, you, you, you ha- leave them having their boat drinks and they are both fascinated by their tiny little boats. Uh, the bar, the boat drinks bar is actually like, it's got like a tank of water that they float your boat drinks down to you in. It's awesome. That's so Um, sick. so you guys are just playing with your boats in the water. Look at this little the sail. The sail is actually the straw. Oh, that's a good it's idea. Great. Guys, we should open it's this adorable. bar. This sounds real great, actually. We should open. All right, guys, I'm <laughs> cutting this out. We're opening boat drinks in Bowling Green, Ohio, and I'm sure nothing can go wrong with that idea at all. Yeah. Nothing can go wrong. So, including Z- including Zach Rob moving yeah, in a matter yeah. of days. <laughs> we don't talk about the sad. Don't worry about it. Don't, don't, um, don't worry about it. And 
But yeah, I go and I, I find this tomb. Okay, uh, you head back into the slums and you kind of weave your way through. It takes you about 45 minutes to find your way back to like that specific part of the slums. And you don't know how you're remembering this. The deep must be helping you. Mm-hmm. You find your way uh, into this where the shrine should be. And it's not there. And you're... Oh, wow. And you're about to give up when you rest your hand on the book. And you remember that thing you did when you got it. And -hmm. you close your eyes, and you walk through the wall. And there it is. And it's very strange in here. What you took for stone as a child, you now realize it's just... it, It isn't just that it is stone it is that it is devoid of any texture that you can see um Mm -hmm. this weird shrine uh has a basin in it and you can see that little part of the basin like underneath and behind it where it looks like an altar like like a pulpit where you're standing at it where you like hide books and whatnots underneath um that is where you hid as a child. You think you could almost fit in there again mm-hmm. if you needed to. This place is much bigger, but you kind of run your mm-hmm. hand over the whole thing. And, um... Yeah, and that's it. Uh, Zephyr ha- probably has a, a nice, uh, quiet breakdown for, like, five mm-hmm. minutes, uh, and then dusts himself off and leaves. Um, as you are leaving... You hear a directive in your mind, like you did the other night. Remember. I, I, I do. Okay. <coughs> okay. Alright. Does it say anything back at me? No! <laughs> Why would it do that? Out loud he goes, uh, out loud he goes, I, I do, don't, don't worry. Uh, uh hi. Bye now. <laughs> Great. All right. Does anybody else have anything they'd like to do? Um, aside from macking on these the damn drinks? fine Aww. boat drinks, um, are there any soldiers in the boat bar? Not at boat drinks. This is a this is a tourist place. This is a touristy place. Okay. <laughs> I uh, I swish my cape in a desperate attempt to get some ladies' attention. Okay. Are you looking at a particular lady or just ladies in general? What what are the what are the types of ladies in the tourist bar? Yeah, boy. Okay, so it's about it's about six so o'clock. This, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the bar is relatively crowded. There's a there's a couple of ladies. Um, you're out along the boardwalk though, so people are passing by at a fairly regular pace too. Uh, I would like to. Uh... Uh, spot uh, one that's in a group, mm-hmm. like a group of, of several human human women, and uh, pick the the the, the most pr- the most prettiest, as Jackson thinks of them, the most prettiest, mm-hmm. the one with the most pretty, and um, attempt to impress her with my charms and my ca- cool cape moves. That is going to be but mostly the cape moves. All right, go ahead and roll me a charisma check. Uh, that's 
That's a nine. Couldn't tell if it was a six or a nine. Either way, still single digits. That is insufficient. <laughs> you you ruffle your cape and you kind of like kind of like walk around, but it looks really prancy, and that's not hot. I made too many whoosh noises. Yeah, you did not let the cape do its own work. I'm trying to work the cape. I gotta let the cape work me. It's exactly, exactly. Okay. Who capes the cape then? Does anybody else have anything they'd like to do before the show tonight? No. Okay. I'm cool. set. All right. Y'all gather back up at that amphitheater that you were at not too long ago. Um, the wagon has been unfolded and is now a pretty respectable-looking stage. Joe is walking by and checking their handiwork all over the place, making sure that uh, support beams and whatnot are set in, you know, where they need to be. Make sure it's up to code. Exactly. Make sure, you know, make sure Gail's <laughs> not going to fall through the trapdoor too early, that kind of thing. It's happened before. That's why they have to check. I Look, it, it happened once when they built the damn thing, and that's because somebody sold them some shoddy hinges. It's not going to happen again. So the three of you take up guard positions around um, all the sides. Who is running box office? No ghost. Do you want okay, the- Okay, we're gonna put, you, we're gonna put Mr. Negative One Intelligence in charge of the money. This is gonna go real good. This is gonna go real well, guys. <laughs> I mean, I don't think, to be fair, I don't think any of us have that great intelligence. Mine's plus zero. Mine's, mine's just a plus one. Yeah. No, it's fine. So. It's fine. This is, okay. this'll be funny. Okay, go ahead and, uh, go ahead and roll me an intelligence check. Just intelligence? Ah, oh, oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so I guess that would technically then be a zero. <laughs> you know, you know. In retrospect, um, might not have been the best idea. <laughs> um, so there's money in the I'm basket. To regret the joke that is no goes. There's money in the basket. You know that. There's money. It is a strange denomination I've never seen before. It's the paper kind, right? Um, but the house is full, and the show starts. And that paper's pretty colorful. And the show goes out without a hitch. Nobody decides to start any shit, although it is fairly early in the evening. You imagine that if it had been even, like, an hour later, you would have probably had some drunk folk show up and try and get a tumble going. But right now, everything's all right. Uh, show clears out, and they count the money, and they're... A little disappointed with how, you know, they thought that there'd be a little bit more in there, but that's, that's fine. Whatever. Whatever. I did the best I could. I did, I don't know what these numbers mean. These are weird look, numbers. I only can, I can read tick marks. I can't read these fancy shapes. I don't know what they mean. It's, it's fine, really. I, I should have done it myself. It's, it's okay. I was just nervous. It's, this is kind of our last hurrah. If this don't go well, then, um, oh. well, then we're done doing this. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. Eh, maybe it, you know, it is what it is. Do y'all have We're, another? Sh- are you doing a second show tonight? Is it a twofer day? Not tonight. Um, we're taking a day, and then uh, we're gonna be doing Wand Slinger uh, day after tomorrow. And uh, tomorrow I'm taking the day to try and charter our way up to uh, up north, but uh, to Norwalk. I don't want to take this wagon over the mountains. That seems like a real bad idea. Well, then how are you going to get your state-of-the-art stage there? I really enjoyed watching it all unfold. 
well, we're gonna, we'll take it on the boat. The boat will get us up there, but we're gonna have to, you know, oh, we gotta make okay. the money here to be able to pay to store the boat, boat on the boat. The shipping, the, to store the so the boat. Exactly. So costs it's, go it's up and thing. you have to, yeah, I, I totally understand everything you just said. I have no idea what he just said. I just kind of nodded, and I can hold a conversation. I just don't know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Okay. You uh, spend a quiet night uh, folding the wagon back up, and you're able to all stay in the amphitheater. Uh, This place is safe. You don't have to set any watches. Uh, You wake up the next morning, and the three of you take your leave, and you head out to the docks. Zephyr, you open your book, because you're pretty mm-hmm. sure that's what you're supposed to do here. And while you've never really been able to discern any of the writing that has appeared in the book, this you can read. And not only can you read it, so can the other two. Mordecai, you must, for three minutes straight, run headlong into a corner. After exactly three minutes, you must drop three gold onto the ground and then return back to the docks. Jackson, you must take your most prized possession and drop it on the ground. Pick it up, drop it again. Do this eight more times. On the ninth time, drop a rock. Pick up the rock, return here. Zephyr, return to where you met the deep for the first time. Do what you did then, then return here. Can I make an intelligence check to make sure I could actually read that? You absolutely can. <laughs> this is whack as all hell. <laughs> the deep is is one for very meticulous instructions. You see, last the the, the couple nights ago when I received this book, there is a uh, a ritual I do with my ring here, of squeezing it, taking it off, putting it back on, and repeating that seven and a half times. Huh. My intelligence was a six. Yeah, you don't believe what you just read. Right, so I'm supposed to drop something nine times, and then go to the boats, and then come back from the boats. No, drop a rock, <laughs> and then take the rock back. To the... Yes. I think is what it says. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I drop said, a- very metic- meticulous instructions. Alright, alright. That doesn't I'm make any silver. fucking sense at all. I'll do hey, Silver, it. The other day, but I'll do it. Like but... last week, we we stood in like a, a a nexus of a shit tons of different roads and talked to a literal uh, being of magic. So things are bound to get a little. Speaking whack. of being of magic, what's your god sense doing? Um, hang on, let me check. I look up. Is all good? I mean, look, the deep was always kind of just kind of roll with it, okay? Find a quiet corner, I guess. Okay. Alright, I'm being told we should roll with it. Uh, that is what I've been telling you to do. Uh, well, no, I'm if, just, I'm, yeah. If anything, I think Zephyr's real worried that just Jackson will forget what he's supposed to do. <laughs> he's like, wait, so I gotta do this 13 times? <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I write yours down for you. And I give roll me, I, I, Zephyr, roll me an intelligence check. I'm going to see if you might be able to figure out a, a foolproof way for him to remember this. It's a 13? You take him to, like, a part of the road where there is lots of, like, 
kicked up dust, and you you draw eight tick marks on the road. And then you draw a, a last one separate from all of them. And then you tell him, as you do this, just erase them. And that'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 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 um. That seems like it might work. Okay. Excellent. <laughs> what happens, what happens right. when it gets dark out and I can't see the tick? Never mind. <laughs> Do, do you have a torch on you? It's it's dawn. This isn't going to take, like, literally 12 hours. Okay, that's fair. This will take you, like, a minute. All right, that's like, fair. I thought, it was, I thought it was still night. Yeah. Okay. Okay. No. Okay. All right, uh, I go back to my place. Okay. All right, so you start heading back. Yes, Jackson. Hang on. Okay, so Ryan actually needs you to tell him what he's supposed to do again. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you need to ta- Okay, so this is going to require just a little bit of thought from you. You need to take your most prized possession. Okay. Drop it on the ground, pick it up, drop it again, and then do it eight more times. And then on the ninth time, to- and then do it a total of eight times. On the ninth time, you drop a rock instead. Then you pick up the rock and then go back to the dock. I have to go find a corner. Yes, yeah, you just have to find a corner. Um, Zephyr has to travel just I'm a little bit away, so, like, you give him, like, a ten-minute head start. We will start with Mordecai. Mordecai, I would like you to roll me a combined athletics and charisma check as you find a corner to run in that you don't feel too embarrassed to just, like, walk straight into a wall in. <laughs> All right. Um... Athletics is gonna only gonna be a ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, charisma is also a ten. Okay, uh, twenty is so sufficient. 20. Um, oh, thank God! So you walk straight into the corner, and you walk, and you walk, and you walk, and you feel your feet like actually catching purchase on the ground, which was weird and kind of unexpected. Like you're not like you actually can move your feet a little bit. So it's like mm. you're in a Vigima game, and you're just running up against the wall. <laughs> and yeah, then, dude. so you do that, and then after, like, you, you count it out. Roll me in a quick intelligence check. Let me, let me see. Yeah. Um, 15. Okay, yeah. Uh, after, you count out 60 seconds three times, and then you drop your three gold. And then everything shifts in a real weird oh, way. God. Colors kind of start to run together. You turn your head and the colors, like, stay where they're supposed to be. And you look around and you are you can tell that you're kind of freaking out a little bit. Nobody is looking at you. Uh-huh. Okay. So you head back to the dock. Yes. Jackson, what is your most prized possession? Um, Jackson pulls his family ring off of his right hand. Um, it's not much to look at, and it's little more than a brass ring with, um, s- uh, the name Silver etched on the inside of it. Um, but that's what he's got. Okay, you take it and... Take it and drop it, and erase a tick mark. Yep, you do your thing. And erase a tick yep. mark. And um. erase a tick mark. <laughs> and because they yeah. thought to figure out a way to m- make it easier for you to remember, you don't have to roll anything. You've got Good. This. Uh, you do that, and then... You pick up the rock after the end of it, and you suddenly feel significantly more attached to this rock than you were, like, a couple of minutes ago. 
And then you look up, and the same thing has happened to you. All of the colors are running together. Nobody notices that you're there. Um. And. Uh, guy, I, guys, I thought we were going to talk about the vision quest before we went on it. <laughs> guys. <laughs> and you need the Beatles. And you head over to the dock, and very, very shortly, Mordecai joins you. Um, he can't see you. You can all see each Dude. other. Uh, Mordecai, are, did you did you get me high in my sleep again? Are we on our vision quest? No, no. I told you we would have twenty four hours notice before the. Okay, I just wanted to make sure I hadn't forgotten about the. No, consent is very important to me. <laughs> <laughs> Good, Zephyr. Yeah, you go back to the place and I do. um. Just like the first time you were here, you crawl underneath the basin, and you hunch up, and you kind of, like, egg yourself up a bit, and you squeeze into the little alcove there, and you realize that when you're in there, you can't help but to kind of, like, rock yourself up against the three walls. Mm -hmm. And you're just down there, and you're waiting, and you're waiting for something to happen. And then you're there for probably, like, three minutes, maybe four minutes, and you're like, no, there's got to be something else. What am I missing? And you get up and the everything has changed. So the three of you reconvene at the dock. Uh, the world is flickering and phasing around you. The colors are running together. Uh, buildings seem to stay where they are and move as you turn your head. Y'all look at each other, and you can all see each other. And Zephyr reach out your hands to the both of them. Now things are about to get a little weirder. It's, it's gonna... Okay. Just, ju just roll with me here. And I reach my hand out for you. Alright, let's do this. Alright. I grab yeah, me too. hand. So you grab their hands and you hear in your mind the directive again. Jump! And you jump and you pull them mm -hmm. with you. Water rushes up to meet you, though it never seems to touch your skin. Your clothes and your possessions soak through as you fall, fall, fall into the depths of the Bay of Lorada. You descend quickly. You see the ocean floor rush up to meet you. Mordecai, Jackson, you two brace yourself for impact, but Zephyr, you know that that impact will mm -hmm. never come. You two open your eyes just in time to see the world around you change. You fall straight through the ground, into the realm of the deep, the impossibly thin barrier of the ocean floor not even stopping you. You are in a vast, flat, blue expanse. The water still seems to be here, but it's less tangible than it was before you descend into a void that seems bottomless for a time and then suddenly there is a whiteness that rushes up to encompass you I, I greet it hello you are and you are in a white void it's not blinding you can see perfectly there's just nothing to see here Except, of course, 
for the deep. It's there before you, Zephyr. You see that little girl, with her arms open wide before her. Z Zephyr sees this little girl. Uh, Mordecai, you don't see a little girl. You see a soldier. Armed the same way, and with a bastard sword balanced gently in one hand. Jackson, you see a farmer, wearing overalls. Arms, same, open wide, with a shovel in his hand. But no matter which one of these you are seeing, you are aware that you can't determine any race. You also notice that they are devoid of any color. Alright. Hmm. We have come. Um... Yes, if you're, what, this what, is what uh, this is too weird for my pay pay grade here. So this is all you, man. Very suddenly, the deep, which was probably like fifty feet away, is directly in front of you. It just we have made it here. My hand goes for my sword out of reflex, but I don't draw it. <laughs> yeah, you hear in your mind, Zephyr. Good. You see it kind of turn to address Mordecai, and then turn back to you. He is with you. Good. We should go then. I agree. I hold out a hand okay. to it? I don't know how it works. So as you hold out a hand, this thing, that's arms are oddly and unnaturally outstretched, looks even less natural as it brings its hand out of this pose and grasps yours. You feel very cold, Zephyr, um, as this thing seems to disintegrate in front of you and rush up into your arm. Uh, you notice, um, as you do this, very thin ribbons seem to be running up your arm and encompassing it um, whole cloth. And then it gets tight and tight and tight. And then it seems to release. Where you see the ribbon has touched your arm, these lines are now devoid of color. That's not to say that they're white, but that they seem to be made out of the same material as the shrine you found as a child. fancy. And as you turn to each other to discuss, like, hey, how do we get out of here? Um, you are all suddenly soaked to the bone, floating in the bay. Zephyr's probably uh, just, like, laughing. Like, just... Woo! <laughs> 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 Told you it would get um, weird. It's okay. I suppose now would be a horrible time to tell you, you that not? I can't swim, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I'll grab you. I don't know. I'm big. I'm making okay. shit up. Um, <laughs> everybody um, roll hey, me for Mordecai, if you can't swim, I grasp oh. you and I ca cast what I Guidance. And you get a d4 you can add to that. Hmm. Oh, hey. That That's might save my life. 21 for me. <laughs> Do I have to roll anything special because I'm wearing uh, chainmail, which is heavy armor? Uh, you're actually pretty close to the shore. Um, okay. Yeah. Go ahead and go ahead and take it normal. I've rolled a seven. Excellent. You can swim just fine. Athletics 
Uh, eleven. Excellent. You're good. For now. Okay. Alright, uh, so the three of you make it to shore. And, uh, you head back to the wagon to dry off and kind of absorb what just happened to you. Um. And, uh, Zephyr, you're... You're kind of enraptured at this moment. This is a this is a big moment for you. If I could have like one of those movie moments where like I'm just sitting at the edge of the dock with my feet hanging and the sun's just hitting me and I'm just super sure. content with things, that's what would be happening right now. Yeah. All right. Meanwhile, hundreds of miles to the north in the mountain city of Norwalk. Professor Adelaide Charmaine stands at the door to the headmaster of Guitworth Academy. She stands there, slightly a little too close for comfort, wondering if she should knock when a familiar voice calls out, Come in! Damn, I hate when she does that. <laughs> the halfling sits on the desk, cross-legged, holding a letter. She's older, but always spry for a halfling. Charmaine, good, good, have a seat. I will sit down, awkwardly, because I hate being called by my last name. <laughs> Master Baylet has chosen an inopportune time to be gone, though frankly, you're going to handle this news better than he. I have received a letter from Bulwark, well, from Despera by the authority of Bulwark. The rites of Aegis has begun, and the sleeping seer will be taken into protection within the week. Yeah, uh, that's not something that Master B would really be uh, happy about, I imagine. No, no, he would not. Uh, the timing is rather unfortunate. The final warlock trials are taking place this week, and frankly, the last thing that I need is a bunch of pissed-off warlocks who uh, now have to walk across the damnable countryside in order to find a patron. So, we're gonna bend the rules a little on this one. We're going to ask them to wait for a few days, and I'll have you show them around. I'm working on something to distract them, but it's going to take some time uh, to get into place. But uh, in the meantime, and uh, she reaches into her desk and pulls out an ornate golden key. It glimmers in the candlelight as she hands it to you. The looping design shows three eyes looking out at you. This is the key to get into the seer's chambers. I would advise you not to use it until ab unless absolutely necessary. You know how dangerous it is. Needless to say, um, under extenuating circumstances, perform the right immediately. I will take the key and I will hold it up above my shoulder and say, Hey, Archie, keep it secret until I ask for it. Um... After a moment, you hear flapping from outside the door. Your hawk familiar swoops into the room. Call! Whatever, Mom. He picks it out of your hand and kind of tucks it into his feathers. And you're not exactly sure where it's gone, but it's gone. Thank you, so that's sweetie. A, that's a... Call! Whatever. And he flies out of the room. I, I look back at, at uh, the headmistress and I'm like, he loves me. <laughs> Clearly. Right then, uh, do you have any questions for me, Miss Charmaine? Um, okay, so who exactly am I showing around? 
Um, I don't know their names offhand. Let me take a look here. And she uh, puts that letter down and picks up another one and starts ruffling through some papers and uh, pulls out a fairly thick dossier. Um, yes, it looks like it's going to be uh, one Mr. Silver, uh, one Sebulwark, and one, uh, let's see here, a Johnson. Any idea of what kind of people they are? We have uh, one Warlock of the Deep. Uh, another one is a um, late-in-life druid, kind of extenuating circumstances there. The last one is a, a decorated—actually, all of them are decorated to a point, but uh, Mr. Silver is uh, notably decorated. In the military? Of course. Oh, fantastic. Um, so, hold on. Warlock and druid— Yes. They've got paperwork, I'm assuming. And she waves a big old dossier in your direction. Uh, Am I going to have to go through that? Or did you already do that? Uh, They've got expedited paperwork since they are um, on the take, as it were. Um, Working with the Mages Guild does allow certain um, expediencies when uh, when it's required. Uh, you're not going to have to do all of that, though. That is more for them to take care of. I appreciate that. Absolutely. Incidentally, um, uh, since uh, your master is out of town, um, I am going to need you to finish some of the dean's paperwork as well over the next day or two. Uh, all right. Thank you for joining us here on Another Path. Special thanks to Christina, who you just heard at the end there, and you'll be hearing more from her next time. You can find our website at anotherpathpodcast.com, on Twitter at anotherpathpod, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash anotherpathpodcast. Dropping us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, or whatever the equivalent is, wherever you rate and review podcasts will go a long, long way towards helping us get our name out there. You can find me on Twitter at TQLoudly, Ryan at Ryan underscore Albrecht, Griffin at GriffCold, Zach at ThatGuy, ZachRob, and Christina at PhoenixStarGirl. We'll be back in two weeks with a new episode, and until then, remember to never, ever underestimate the power of drums.